What a time to be alive, mate. What a time to be on this planet. I do like your mug. I've got to be honest. <laughs> I like your mug. You're a good lad. <laughs> I mean, that mug you got your coffee in, I do like it. Thanks, the more mate. I look at it, the more I see that picture of you that was your Edinburgh poster and it looks good. Yeah, it's uh, my sister got this for me. So it's a mug that's got um, both my uh, AAA Edinburgh poster, the show that I did for a AAA, and my solo show poster. Yeah. And... Um, and yeah, it was just—it was just a really lovely. It was a really lovely gesture. Yeah, I remember you. I remember when you opened it. You were genuinely touched. Yeah, I was. I took it to Edinburgh with me. I had my coffee every morning in this cup. Yeah. And now when I look at it, it sort of fills me with both excitement and anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little dread sip. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. But you know that is the life of an artist. You have to live on the edge, John. It's you? weird, isn't it, how girls do nice stuff like that for each other? That would absolutely never in a million years cross my mind to do that to something like that for someone. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. Do you, you? Would you ever do that sort of thing as a gift? I mean, I know you've never done anything like that for me, but that's because you know I don't like that sort of thing. I have like, I think of lots of lovely things to do for people. Yeah, but then I don't action it. Okay, you know well, why don't you action it? Just out of interest. Well, because I'm a, I'm at my very core a procrastinator. So I'm like a procrastinator. A procrastinator. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm like. I'll do that tomorrow, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll get think, around to it. Oh, do you know what I should do? I should get that poster and that poster from our Edinburgh show and I should get it in a frame for John. And then I just don't do it. Oh, okay. But, you know, I did get taught from a very young age that it's the thought that counts. So, you know, you're welcome. Well, I think the person needs to <laughs> I think the person needs to know that you've had the thought, don't they? Otherwise it's just like your own thoughts don't count. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you now. Oh. I'm telling you now I've had that thought. Oh cool. That's, oh, that's lovely. Thanks, mate. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, that's really cool. But no, I don't know, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's more of a feminine sort of thing, isn't it? To be more feminine, generally speaking. Is it gifts that you think are feminine? No, but I think, like, ca- caring is more of a... Not that men don't care. No. But I think... I think we show care differently. Yes. Uh-huh. I think, like, w- women are, generally speaking, more geared towards people, whereas men, generally speaking, are more geared towards stuff, things. Mm. So that's why you know most engineers and stuff will be is more male dominated, but yeah. they're more like nursing care sort of industries are more female dominated. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was really cool until you said that last thing, and then what? it got a bit weird. Why? I'm, j- I'm joking. It's oh. absolutely. Fine. <laughs> is, that is the truth, though. Yeah. Isn't it? That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. Cold hard facts, baby. Cold hard facts. I don't know about care industry anymore. I know it used to be very much so, but I don't think it is quite so much nowadays. Well, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I haven't got the actual figures, but no. I'd be very surprised if it isn't very female dominated. Okay. Still, I'd imagine. Yeah. Statistics for the foreigners as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. Unbelievable. Obviously, that's a obviously joke. that's a joke. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, don't listen to anything we say. Do listen to the things we say, but don't take it to heart. Yeah, don't. Like Do you know some people don't like us and still listen? Yeah, that is mad, isn't that's it? Mad, isn't it? Imagine, imagine not liking us but listening anyway, just to be annoyed. That's the sort of thing you'd do. Just to just to upset yourself a little bit, just to annoy it's, yourself. It's like it's it's the car crash mentality, isn't it? Mm. You know, because t- Twitter's an obvious place for that. Because people will like slag off your Piers Morgans, your Lawrence Foxes, your Katie Hopkins, and all that. But you know, they they must be following them in order to read these tweets. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, we're, we're we're quite lucky, really, aren't we? We do all right. Yeah. I think most people just switch us off. We talk so much bollocks, mate. I think yeah. if you didn't like it, you know, you're just switching it off. 
I've thought I, like that's how we found our people. That's why we, I think we're very fortunate. Yeah, you're the ones who didn't switch off. <laughs> Not a lot of people switch on, but the ones who don't switch off, you're the keepers. In fact, if you're listening to this and you came through Radio Essex, which I imagine most of you did, yeah, you know, you're the people that switched on more stuff. Well done. You were like, oh my god, that crap they were talking for. 40 <laughs> I need more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the reason this exists, isn't it? We're very lucky. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think. I wouldn't want to do it if we couldn't be ourselves, yeah. as wanky as that sounds. Mm. I think, like, you know, that's what I love about stand-up, really, is that they call it finding your voice in stand-up, because when you start, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but when you start, you obviously write your, your five or your ten-minute set, and then you do that set for such a long time, and you become quite, you, or, you know, generally, you will become quite rigid in, in the telling of it. It becomes less natural conversation. But when you find your voice, you start talking about things that are real to you. Yeah. And your comedy levels up as a result. And I think, like, you know, the reason why me and you have done quite well in a short space of time on the radio is because we are, we, do, we don't force anything, everything. We are unashamedly us. We should, <laughs> we should plan a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a good time. We're very, very lucky indeed. But yeah. I didn't get to scritch any dogs today. Oh, I scritched Frankie actually, didn't I? Okay. No, Sorry, we were outnumbered by dogs. We were a little bit earlier on, but I didn't scritch any of them, did I? We were busy. We were yeah. busy working, so I didn't... I was good, actually. I was really well behaved today. Yeah, you did do well. I did do well. Normally, I'm straight in there touching dogs, but... Yeah, and the dogs were, like, looking at us longingly as well. Yeah, you one know, of them were, like, One of them was, like... Proper flirting with you. <laughs> oh, I don't, know about, I don't know about that. That's weird. That dog was sticking it right on you, mate. That dog was interested in a scritch. It would have been a reciprocated scritch, for sure. But, you yeah, know... I would have enjoyed the scritch. You but, any closer to getting a dog? No, not really. Chickens, mate. Chickens. That's got to be way harder. Yeah, it is harder. Yeah, I was reading a book about chickens while we were away. We've been away for a couple of days. It was lovely. But they had chickens, so... Um, you live in a flat as well. I know, I know. You can't have chickens, mate. I know, that's why I haven't got chickens. Yeah, it's the dog. same reason I haven't got a dog. You can't have a dog in a flat. It's not you fair. You can have a little one. You go out and walk and jog and stuff. You can have a little dog, little Yeah, pig. Yeah, that's the plan. Soon, one day. Maybe a boat first. Build like a giant hamster wheel for it. Mm-hmm. Well, the world is a hamster wheel, isn't it? The world is just one big hamster wheel. Yeah, once you get out your once you get out your front door, mate, the world is your oyster. Yeah, and we live. Uh, yeah, we live quite close to the beach, so it'd be lovely to have a little dog down there. But we'll see. We'll see. Can't we'll have see. dogs on the beach during the summer, though. Some sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Yeah, it depends where you go. There's some d- dog specific bits of the beach as well, whether you're on loud on more time. Are there? Yeah. No, there's not. Okay. Where? I don't, I don't know the exact location, but there's bits that are allowed a dog on longer term than other bits. So between between certain months, you can't have dogs on the beach. And then I think there's a bigger window at a certain point. It's a beach for bitches. Am I right? Oh dear, I don't know about that. Oh, you've done a you've done a you've done a gang sign with your hand. <laughs> I don't know what you've I did. done an actual gang sign there. Do you know what any of those mean? No, of course okay. I don't. Probably West Side, isn't it? It looks like a W. That's, I think that's an Ali G West Side, isn't it? I don't know if that's a real, what you were doing there. The West classic. Cliff. The West Cliff. West Cliff Massive. <laughs> it is, Matt. It's, it, we obviously, we've lived in Southend all our lives, mm. so we we don't know any different, but, well, we do know different, but we, we, we've <laughs> We here. don't know any different here. All we know is Ravers Drive. <laughs> <laughs> but it is... It, <laughs> It is weird, isn't it, being in like a seaside town and having like tourists come in and yeah. and all that stuff. Because I don't, you know, we don't really go to the stuff because we live here. Oh, you mean like things like the arcade and the pier and that sort yeah. of thing? Yeah, it's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah. I remember when I was young, I used to think that everybody had a beach. It didn't occur to me that 
other people couldn't go to the beach. Yeah, well, that's. I think it's, it surprised me how rare it is for people to mm. see the beach, you know. Yeah, like to see the sea. We are spoiled. Mm. Yeah. Um, to see that much sky as well. A lot of people don't have, you know, we're very lucky in Essex particularly that you, can, you haven't got to go very far and then it's just fields as far as the eye can mm. see. But some people don't ever get that. Yeah, I couldn't live in London. They don't ever get an uninterrupted skyline. Or any city, really. I could live in a city, I think. But I like change. I'd live there for six months and I'd want to go somewhere else and somewhere else and somewhere else. <laughs> Says the man who's only ever lived in Westcliff. <laughs> I lived in Canterbury for a little while. Did you? Yeah. How long's a little while? Oh, about a year. Less than a year. Less than a year. I love Canterbury. Yeah, it's lovely. Did you pilgrimage there? Pardon? Did you pilgrimage there? No, I drove. <laughs> That's what they all used to do, wasn't it? Yeah. Used to go and pilgrimage. Canterbury down the cathedral. cathedral and that. That's mad, isn't it? That is mad. Like imagine imagine like someone saying to you, Oh, you've got to go to this place, it's wicked. Mm. And you go, Oh, all right, I'll take your word for it. And then you have to walk like five days. <laughs> you have to walk five days yeah. through the countryside and everybody's got a sword. <laughs> yeah. It is mental, isn't it? Madness. But um It's like Croydon. It's like it, trying to cross Croydon. What's <laughs> <laughs> even more mental about that is that it's it costs like 15 quid plus to get in there to canterbury cathedral yeah okay. and it's like you know i don't know if you know the story of the bible but like the beginning of fairly familiar with like the big bits the big bits yeah. yeah but like there was a story about like the re i think it was this was the beginning of the end of jesus really when he went in and they were all trading in the church right and he kicked right off and he started turning tables over and just absolute red flags by yeah. the way yeah 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 um not very turn the other cheek, is it? No. Mm. So he's gone in and he's... Not re- very love thy neighbour. No, he's like, this is God's house, my dad. And, you You've know... You've mugged him right off in it. mugged him right off. You mm. shouldn't be selling stuff and making money and profiting underneath this roof, which is a place of worship. And uh, he kicked off and, and I think he ended up getting nicked because of, loosely because of that. But <laughs> don't know, you know... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I mean, well documented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you might have Essexed it up a little bit, but that's essentially the story. Yeah. That's essentially <laughs> what happened. Um, right, Rise of the Foot Messiah. <laughs> I don't know why the foot bit has to be in there. Uh, that's good, actually, because didn't, didn't, um, didn't someone wash his feet or he washed somebody's feet? That was Mary Magdalene, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, someone washed someone's feet. I remember that bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... I. I it just seems a little bit like, I don't know, obviously, you know, I'm talking about one small piece of hypocrisy in religion. Right. Where there's a fair whack of hypocrisy knocking about, no offence. Well, with any history, it's like, it, yeah. you know, history's written by the victor, isn't it? But it just feels a little bit like, you know, is this the boss level God's house or is it an attraction? Mm. The irony that they're now charging people to get in. That's what I mean. <laughs> and they're not a small amount of money either. Yeah, 15 quid. But like, don't get me wrong, I, it's, good. it's a huge building, an ancient building. Yeah. needs constant refurbishment and, and work on it and stuff. So I get that they've got to like, turn some money over. But it's yeah. Fine. yeah, it just feels like a bit of a cheap, well, cheap's the, maybe not the right word, but like a bit of a, mm. yeah. Mm. Surely if God wanted it to stay up, he'd make it stay up, wouldn't he? Well, he is by uh, charging people by charging people money don't do that face don't do that <laughs> don't ever do that tongue again was that because of a stay up comment you made oh it's just because I was just having a little pop of Christianity oh okay I see no offence no offence to anyone I'm not biased no we don't ever mean any offence to anyone do we no I think they're all nonsense so okay you know, yeah it's not individualised no, no. <laughs> there you go take that everyone <laughs> <laughs> take that everyone 
Come on then, pyramids, mate. Who made those? Who did the pyramids? Who was that? You're talking about old stuff, old churches. Who made the pyramids? Well, I mean, I don't know, is the honest answer. You know, it's, it is a real conundrum, that. You know, and right. it's like it's one of them things where if you do think about it too much, you will your head will explode because we're never going to know. We'll never know how they got there, and we'll never know how. Like, like you know, we can guess, educated guesses and stuff, but there's just too many things. You know, the fact that they're all like, like perfectly lined up with, you know, certain stars and whatever. I can't remember exactly what it is, but they're like geometrically perfectly positioned yeah within within something like a quarter of a degree isn't it yeah yeah and you're talking like these massive like tons and tons of concrete that mm. has had to be moved one of the theories that i heard is that they moved them on water they like had like they channels channels yeah and then and then moved them like across the water but it's still like one of the entrances to these pyramids has got like this granite or whatever, this stone that is over the top, like, like the roof as you're walking through the corridor, and they're all perfectly straight, level, lined up. Yeah. Like how how are they doing that, mate? Mm, mm. So I I don't know what the answer is, but I don't think it's... Oh, yeah, well, they just did it. I, th- I think there's something else at play. There, there was also this thing, I think I don't know if we've talked about it before, we've certainly talked about it in real life, whether we talked about it on the podcast. I mean, this is real life. <laughs> In this real life, they found um, some like pottery from ancient Egypt that was made out of like stone, like granite. I've seen this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like the jugs, for example, was the base of the drug was so perfectly spherical that it would just balance on the sphere. And they, there's not, we haven't even got the technology today to do that to create that. Is this episode called? Perfectly round jugs, because <laughs> that would that, that would blow my mind. <laughs> it would blow some it. <sighs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think like it's one of the, it's just one of the, the world's mysteries. Yeah, the probably the biggest mystery of, other than how did we get here. It's got to be one of the. Well, biggest. You, no, that's not that is not a mystery. How we got here is not a mystery. Well, it is, isn't it? No, no, we evolved. Is that is how we got here? No, but I mean like. From the very beginning, like from like the Big Bang and all that, it's like yeah, we've got a good idea what it is, but we don't know. Yeah, what happened before the Big Bang? Yeah, yeah, and like you know, even then, it's like I struggle to comprehend it. But it's like the difference between that and you know, or God made it is like who was it? I think Gervais said it, didn't he, in one of his interviews, where he was like, "If the world ended tomorrow, and all of the." religious books and scientific literature, everything was completely destroyed. That would start again. The Bible and everything would be completely different. But the science would science be the same. Would be the same. Yeah, yeah, run sure. the same tests and come to the same conclusions. Mm, mm. So, yeah. Whilst, yeah, but I think things like the pyramid, I, th- I still don't think that science knows everything, mate. You know, I do, I think like, there was some, there was some goings on, mate. You're getting so, spiritual now. I'm it's mad that it's mad that <laughs> yeah man <laughs> it's mad that we play we play now like like imagine back then when you were building the pyramids or doing whatever you were doing as your job like they didn't play pool they didn't play snooker they didn't play chess they didn't have art first person who ever drew anything everyone else was like wow whoa, mad 
Yeah, well, I did. I did have art and stuff like that, didn't I? Yeah, eventually, yeah, yeah. But like, you like know, if you look at like some of like the the, the tombs and things that the pharaohs were were buried in, you know. Yeah, there's incredible. ancient there's ancient uh, Roman uh, graffiti in the pyramids. Yeah, which is just crazy. Yeah, it's blows my mind. And wasn't Cleopatra closer to being alive today than she would have been alive at the beginning of the building of the pyramids? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's mind blowing, isn't it? Mad things, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. One day we're going to be a hundred. Do you think you'll make a hundred? Nah. You don't? Well, I can't see that happening. Why? Well, we'll have good technology by then. I don't look after myself. No, true. You <laughs> might make 50. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's a massive jump, that, isn't it? I should hope I'd make 50. Well, let's just, you know... Take 100 is like hardly anyone makes 100. That's like a very small percentage. No, lots of people nowadays are making 100. Well, maybe I, I wonder who the first person was to get a letter from the king for turning 100 instead of the queen. That's got to be a milestone, isn't it? It's got to be on eBay. Unbelievable. Oh, you'd be gutted, wouldn't you? What? Oh, you'd be gutted. If you, if you like, were 99 and then Queen dies and it's like, oh, f- What's then it? you're going to turn 100 and not get the letter from the Queen, you're going to get one from the King. What's wrong with that? Well, because, you know, Lizzie was the top, top banana, wasn't she? Yeah, she was she like... Was, to be fair. You know, it was like when they bought in that Bruno geezer that replaced Louis Walsh on... Or whatever it <laughs> I don't think it's quite the same as that. But yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. On, on, on Strictly or whatever it was. Yeah, I can't Was it Strictly? Out. Strictly Come Dancing, I think, wasn't it? But yeah, I just... Um, yeah. I mean, he ain't, he ain't fucking writing that, is he? What? He ain't writing those letters. No, neither was the Queen. No, I know. I know she weren't. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> just saying, it's like, okay. you know... Yeah, but you know, they probably sign them. You've lived a hundred years and that's, mm. that's, that's, that's what you get. Yeah, from know. the King. Or the Queen. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Oh, right, fair enough. That person will be in the history books forever. <sighs> you know who else is in the history books forever? Jimmy Savile. Yeah, maybe yeah. not, yeah. He got a letter from her as well. <sighs> wow, he got an OBE, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, dear. Well, not bad. 18 <laughs> minutes in before a Jimmy yeah. Savile comment. Not bad at all. Oh, God. Isn't it funny? Retrospect is a wonderful thing, isn't it? But it's like you look at Jimmy Savile now and you're just like, Duh, Obviously. God. <laughs> like, honestly, I think if you just... If you just found a stranger from another country who had no idea who Jimmy Savile was, right, and you just said, right, what, here's a pen. Pick a wrong one. <laughs> draw pick a me wrong a picture. <laughs> pick a wrong one out of these 100 people. Yeah. It'd be him. It would. Or just draw me a picture of what you think the nonce looks like. <laughs> And there would be a picture oh, of Jimmy Savile. God. Oh, God. Take the glasses off, right? <sighs> Change the, the grey hair to black. Mm. Put on an unbuttoned shirt, some skinny jeans. Russell Brand. I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, everybody is entitled to their own opinion on that. I'm they? only joking. I'm mm. just having a laugh. Mm. <sighs> it's, hard, it's hard being a comedian, isn't it? Because you sort of, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's harder jobs, but I mean, as a comedian, you're in a you're in a weird place where, is that like we were talking about earlier? You want to be yourself and say mm. stuff that you think is funny, yeah. or that you hope other people will think is funny. But also, you know, don't don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Well, yeah, I think like you know, I think as comedians, I think we we should be allowed to pass, mate. I think like you know, we're not saying the thing to be horrible we're saying the thing to be funny yeah 
and it's like comedy is so highly subjective like what you find funny and what that next person finds funny are two completely different things like you know yeah somebody like Bill Burr for example can make a joke and it'd be very articulate and very good and very funny for somebody like me to listen to but I am not a good enough comedian to make that same joke do you know what I mean and it'd still be funny I think you have to really earn it and yeah, well, I, yeah, like I think I don't know about that. I think, like, you know, me and obviously me and you are best mates. Like, we, the jokes that we make between us is, would never see the light of day sometimes, you know. Thank goodness. But, like, we're not, again, we're doing it to make each other laugh because, mm. you know, we know that we're not bad people. Bad people. We hope that we're not bad yeah, people. Well, we probably are, but. You we know, are, oh, my God, we are bad people. <laughs> but, like, good, Theo Vaughn's a good example because, you know, he's got, like, he just gets away with murder. And he had um, a guest on his podcast a little while ago who had Down syndrome. And he was talking to him about like going out on dates and stuff. And uh, the guy was like, oh, yeah, no, maybe I have some scotch. And he's like, oh, wow, scotch. He's like, you know, if I, if I have a couple of too many scotches, I, I think I've got Down syndrome, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it was funny. They both laugh at the joke, you know? He's not saying that's a attack a geezer that's disabled. Yeah. He's saying it because it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you can guarantee there's people tweeting going, you can't oh, say I can't that. I believe you said that. That's bang out of order. Yeah, that's true. Marcus Birdman, our friend, yep. great comedian. Very good comedian. Went on Britain's Got Talent, got to the semi finals. He is a two time stroke survivor. Mm-hmm. He has done gigs for the National Stroke Association and has raised thousands of pounds doing so, right? He went on Britain's Got Talent and did jokes about him having a stroke, and people who had not had a stroke were complaining that that was inappropriate. Yeah, that might offend somebody who has had a stroke. It's like, I, I have had a stroke. Yeah. I am saying the what thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. I think being offended on somebody else's behalf is an interesting one, isn't it? I think everyone, you, like, you've got the right to be offended by anything you want in the whole wide world. Be offended. That's cool. Mm. But like, I think, you know, un- understand that nothing happens if you're offended. Yeah. That's just that's just your feelings. And Yeah. Yeah. And why should I care? I feel, I, feel, I feel like you should care. I feel like, you know, like I don't ever go out of my way to deliberately upset somebody or hurt somebody else's feelings. So, you know, we sort of have to, yeah. we have to just be nice. I think it boils down to don't be a dick again, doesn't it? Yeah, and context is everything as well. You know, mm. if it's in a comedy club, yeah. that's different. If it's in Tesco's, fair enough. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say some things in Tesco's that I'd never say in a comedy club. Yeah, when I say bag for life and you're like no I wouldn't marry him hey. I used to honestly I worked in retail for a few years and the things that people say to you that they think is the first time you've ever heard is unbelievable it's like the dad yeah. thing of uh, when someone's washing their car and you say oh do my next you can't help it mate yeah and I, I do things like to a kid like a got your nose or something to a kid and it's like, I used to hate that when I was a kid. Why am I now doing that? But I can't help it. Yeah, and kids have got the internet now. They're like, hack. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that a million times, bruv. That's mad, Get your fidget spinners out. Um, yeah, stuff that, stuff that I used to hate, I now do. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not a big fan of... Like, Life. <laughs> customer-facing <laughs> jobs. No, it's hard, isn't it? Or any sort of jobs, really. I don't, I don't like jobs. No, evidently. And that's why you do this for a living. Yeah. It's barely a living, but it's living. <laughs> it's living, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Alfie the same pet. Oh, oh, that was good, wasn't it? That was great. Oh, Jimmy now. Oh, I remember I watched that that program when they did the remake. Do you remember they did a remake of it? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't watch that. Well, I watched the remake before I'd seen the original. Oh, you're joking. No, I watched the remake and it was good. And I was like, oh, this is quite good because I was a kid. And then I watched the original and the original was really good. Oh, Timothy Spall in it. Was it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was good. Um, 
you all right? <laughs> are you having a moment there? Yeah. Are you, you remembering some other people who were in it? <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just like... <laughs> I could see by the look on your face, yeah. You were just, you were replaying the episodes in, in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Mad. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've worked in supermarkets. I never worked in, like... I mean, that is retail, but not, like, clothes shops, high street retail. Yeah. Bars, restaurants, and... Lo- loads of shit. I've worked in offices as well. Yeah, you just can't hold a job down, mate. It's your problem. No, because they're all rubbish, aren't they? No, it's they're like not. People some just people, some people enjoy their job. Yeah, well, and g- do you know what? Good luck to Good you. Good luck mate. to you. Fair play. You're never going to you enjoy it, you know. But it's just, let's not just lose sight of you know we're doing it. We're not here to enjoy it. We're there to earn money, to pay the rent. And the problem is when I, you know, you work in loads, of, particularly in like office environments, and when you're at the ground level or whatever. You just, you know, the people that are in supervisor or managerial roles, generally speaking, they take their job very seriously. That's how they got to where they are. Yeah, exactly. To earn an extra pound an hour. And then I walk in, you know, a young, handsome lad with the world at his feet. Sure. Very talented and switched on. Yeah. And, you know... Instantly put their backs up. Well, no. So one example. Okay. Please don't use any names. Please don't use any names. Could you be as vague as you can? uh, Be as vague as you can about... Oh, my wire. How's that? Uh, Can you be as vague as you can, but also we need to know specifically exactly where you were and what you were doing? Uh, Okay, so I was working in a call centre. Okay. um, In Southend. Don't... That's too specific. No, don't... See, this is what I'm talking about. Or... Or... That's one option. Or... I think they've they've folded now. They're not coming anymore. Are they not? No, so... I knew loads of people who worked there. Yeah, so it was like... It, they're basically an outsourced call centre, right? So it was like a big call centre with multiple companies. They used to call them campaigns that we would work for. So you had, for example, uh, TK Maxx customer service okay. run there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like let's not be oh, specific. it doesn't matter, does it? Okay, go on. Um, which magazine was another one? Fl- Flying Flowers. You know, there was loads of different things that you could work for, right? And... um. I can't remember which one this was I was working for, but I was working for one of them, and it was one. It was a classic thing where it's like you start at nine, you get paid from nine, but they expect you in that building at quarter to nine. Right? No, no, I'm not coming in until you start paying me. I think it's I think it's an absolute piss take. Right. And the fact that we've all just gone along with it, mm. but, and, but and then, but, and then it, you know, not not to be devil's advocate or anything, but. Did you walk through the door ready to work at nine? Yeah, well, I, I didn't have my coat on. You know what I mean? I think I'd, I'd actually you, got in. I, I was, it in was, I got in at 8.58 is what I got in at. Right. And I'm, and I'm taking my coat off at 8.58. So by the time I'd logged on to the computer, put the phone on, maybe it's 9.02. Right. So. But that's not, that's not 15 minutes, bruv. No. 15 minutes at the beginning of every day, 15, 30, 45 an hour. An hour, an hour and 15, 15. <laughs> Yeah. That's an hour and 15 minutes every week that you're right. working for free. Right. Okay. So, you know, stick it up your ass, mate. <laughs> doing it. Okay. Did you all get that? Good. You shouldn't ever You shouldn't ever do that if you don't want to do that. Don't ever do that if you don't want to do that. And, you know, I know they have to say it in the thing, but if you're one of those managers that, like, you know, sticks it on the people, then yeah. shame. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame, shame on you. Um, but also, uh, if you're two minutes late for work, you're two minutes late for work, mate. You know, they, yeah, have, right. they well, have got a point. Fair enough. They take it off my lunch break. I've got time. They, take it off your lunch break. Mm. Okay. 
take it off my lunch break. Or, I'll tell you what, I want to be ready to leave at five. So I'm going to start logging off at quarter two, yeah? Mm. Yeah, well, fair, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, I think that is fair. Yeah, well, they ain't having that, are they? No, they're not having that, no, to be fair. So I should pay you for an extra half an hour. I think that's what my that's what my problem is. Is like the a lot of these places become so regimented that they they don't look at things on like a human by human basis. Right. You know, it's at the textbook. It's not like you know. Yes, yeah, because you're not a human to them. You're a number. Yeah. You're a number in that scenario. It's the same in many situations. Yeah. It was like last night, for example, I was playing pool with Matt somewhere, and it was like you pay by the hour, so it's not like pay as you go sort of scenario. You pay for an hour, and like there was half an hour left of the night before they close there's no one else in there and they're like oh you've got one minute left guys and it's like well you know you could just let us play for another 20 minutes you know I mean I was like oh no 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 you have to pay for another hour then I was like yeah but we can't play for an hour yeah we can't play for an hour yeah well we don't do halves and I was like yeah but but you know we've been in here drinking playing all night we've spent loads of money like a human if you just look at it like from a human's point of view it's like let's just let them carry on playing while we're tidying up you know what I mean yeah, like, that's just an example. But I mean, like when you're working in a in a place, it's like, you know, things like, why can't I take ten minutes off my lunch break and then use that ten minutes to have a little break in the afternoon? You yeah, know? it's just little things like that that just seem like it's not really a big deal, is it? Yeah, but but you know, one rule for one, you know. Yeah, every, know, yeah let everyone do it. <laughs> okay, trust us to be, you know, there on time. There on time. Two minutes late. Who was it? I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sometimes more. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I oh yeah, I don't doubt it for a second. Yeah, I think I don't doubt it for a second, mate. I'm getting all on my high horse about it, but you know, I'd, uh, the problem is, I, I do. I'd get a job, and I, after a while, I, I really do, I don't do well with being like trapped and forced to do stuff yeah. I don't want to do. I get it, mate. And like the point of the world is, you know, if you don't love it, don't do it. Mm. Isn't it? That's yeah. hard. That's hard. That is a hard place to get into in your life. Yeah, as soon as I started saying no to things I didn't enjoy doing, you know, life life got more enjoyable. I only do things I like to do now. Yeah. And this. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Obviously, that's a joke. Yeah. yeah. It's all right, isn't it? It's all right. We do all right. But, yeah, I've had loads of jobs. Yeah, what's, what's your favourite thing you've ever done apart from this? <sighs> or if you had to get a job tomorrow, what would it be? Actually, that's a better one. Because you've done some stuff, you know. Would you, would you retrain as a chef? I think I would, yeah. I think if I... You're a bit old now. Uh, I don't know. I don't how, old, so. how old do chefs go on for? Well, I mean, it depends. I wouldn't be like training to be like a a chef in a Michelin restaurant. You know, I'm too old for all that now. Right. Because that's like a long, old process. But I would like... Yeah, and you've only got to your 50, to be fair. Yeah. I know, but I would like... Thanks. <laughs> I would like to... <laughs> that was a joke, because I said you were going to die at 50. Oh, you? yeah, I see, yeah. I would, um, but yeah, I would like working. Um, I'd like to work in like a nice-ish restaurant, you know, just in the kitchen. Yeah, like work my way up. It's a different vibe, though, isn't it? Like, do you want to work in a nice restaurant and be in the restaurant, or do you want to work in the kitchen, which is like chaos and loud and where I want to be? Okay, yeah. But again, that's another one where it's like, you know, I'd want to be on the past running it. Yeah, <laughs> just more of a leader than a follower. Yeah, you like to be in charge. Like that old classic CV, like works great as part of a team or on his own. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's mad, isn't it? It is mad. Hey, my CV is about eighteen pages. I just knocked some of the jobs out in the end and lied about the times I was there. I don't think I ever really checked. Classic, I? classic, 
classic Ross McGrain. I can't realise <laughs> I've had to use the CV, to be fair. No, I think we're pretty lucky nowadays that we don't yeah. have to do a lot of that, do we? But yeah, I just had loads. Did the classic paper round car wash. That is hard, isn't it? Paper round. Paper round is hard work. Yeah, it is when you, when you yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I, some, I didn't have a bike um, for one of the, when I started doing the paper round. And this old lady I used to deliver to, like, gave me a bike. But it was like an old lady's bike, sort of like, I can't remember, the, you know, the style where it's like, Traditional with a drop frame, yeah. Yeah. And um like squeaked like the tire heaven, had a dynamo on it. Great. And um yeah, like I remember the first weekend you had all the you had all the supplements at the weekend, so the papers weighed an absolute yeah, ton. Yeah. And I'd obviously want to smash it out in one because I've always been like that guy. So I just had way too many papers in the bag. Like got on this bike, took like two pedals and the weight just took me over, just spilled all the papers all over the road. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Um, and all the supplements come out. Mm. Oh, I wish I'd seen that. I don't know what it is about, like, that. What I, I noticed doing those paper rounds was, like, the more money you add, the bigger the newspaper, bigger the front door, smaller the letterbox. Yeah, because letterboxes are ugly, aren't they? Nobody wants to see a letterbox. Yeah. So I can't push your right-wing rag through it. <laughs> it. Hilarious. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, they had the, the paper, and then I worked in the Skoda garage. What was your first job? Um, I did a paper round for a bit. My first job was the bike shop. First proper job. Oh, yeah. And, then and I stayed, stayed there th- Stayed there for years and years and years, then went off, did, worked in electronic shop, worked in Maplin for a bit in the meantime, and then went back to the bike shop. Bloody hell. Yeah. And soon you'll be back at the bike shop. Soon I'll be back there, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, things carry on the way they are. Oh, uh, you know what? I... Yeah, I used to quite enjoy bits of it. Elements of it were great. I'm quite, I quite enjoy physical labour. It makes me feel good when I'm actually physically working. Mm. So, like when we went away at the weekend, I was, you know, digging up potatoes and things, and loved life. <laughs> I loved that. I loved looking after the chickens. I loved like doing the physical work. Yeah, yeah. So weird. That's isn't it? So on brand, isn't it? Yeah. Because you just love things that are not very nice to do. What's not very nice about it? Oh, well, this is just painful, isn't it? No. I had one job that was. Uh, physical labour and it oh, bloody hated it mate yeah go out there and like you're hurt by the end of the day for you know it's not you're not you're not only having your soul broken you're having your body broken as well yeah well it, yeah I think I didn't commit enough for it to break my soul I don't I don't yeah I guess I just yeah I n- never gave it my soul to break let's <laughs> type this podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that note uh, thanks for listening is that we it are we done we, done we, we should definitely go yeah we should go shouldn't we? I'm hot it's really hot so hot isn't it, isn't it hot? me is it hot it's, it's hot a, it's producer Holly is it hot oh she answered uh oh yeah. open the back door please look at that excellent work great I can't think we just found a podcast <laughs> producer <laughs> that is fantastic mate some crumpets <laughs> I'm joking She's like, we haven't got any. Oh, my God. <laughs> what has happened? Get a microphone out. They do as they're told. That's wild. <laughs> Take the top off. <laughs> um, right. Sorry. I'm uh, sorry, everyone. I'm no, sorry. No, don't actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, join our Patreon to see that. Oh, no. Imagine that. Watch, watch the money go up now. <laughs>
Oh God, no! The, I mean, there is a pair of tits on our Patreon, but it's Stop just it. and John. I'm Stop afraid. Stop it! Stop it! Um, and on that note, big thanks to our patrons. We really appreciate it. Thank you for spending your hard-earned money to get more Ross and John content. We hope you've been enjoying the stuff we've been putting out. Uh, obviously, you get to see the full-length HD version of every episode of the podcast, uh, as well as extended um, Patreon-exclusive videos that we do just before we do the pod. Yeah. So when we're at our creative best, you get it. Yeah. First. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's it's like the podcast, except the pre-podcast podcast, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, I like it's it. It's the podcast foreplay, if you oh. will. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, and also, uh, you'll be the first to hear about exciting things, like the first ever live recording of the Organic Capers podcast, which is happening. It is happening. It's happening very soon. Uh, yeah. We're not going to tell you exactly when, because that is for the patrons. Yes. We they, are. They're going to have that for a week or so. Patrons are going to get the first dibs on the tickets, and then uh, and then you can find out, and then snap up whatever's left. Yep. Uh, if you're listening in 2023, that is. Oh yeah, obviously. Whenever I don't know when you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, uh, we are currently in September 2023. That show will be before the end of the year. We've got a very exciting high-level TV guest on the show oh, as well. It's going to yeah. be very exciting. Um, tickets will be available for that at some point. We will let you know when after we've given it the patrons. But thank you. Appreciate you listening. I hope you're well. Follow us on social media. At Ross and John Official on Insta, Facebook.com slash Ross and John, link in the bio to all this crap on there. <sighs> That's enough. That's it. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Tell everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, then tell your friends about it. Say, look, these two boys that I listen to, this is a bit of fun. If you've got a long drive or something, if you're on the train, it's nice, you know. Mm. Tell everyone. But don't tell your nan. Tell your granddad. Tell him. Don't tell your nan. But don't tell your nan. Don't tell your nan. She won't like it. It's not for you, Nan. She won't like it. No, she's on meds. She well, she might not be. She, oh, she probably is. She probably is, to be meds. fair. We're all she's on meds. meds. We'll, we'll all be on meds by, by you know. Yeah. You know, by the time we're Nana's age. Yeah, your Nan takes mushrooms. So. What? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if she your does. Nan, your Nan's on psychedelics, mate. So that's, don't, don't you, tell your Nan because she's off her nut. That, that's a, such a weird insult. Your Nan's <laughs> on... That's like, that's like your dad sells Avon, isn't it? <laughs> uh, your Nan smokes salvia. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know where this has gone but we love you bye bye